Yep. Ye, ye old Beyblades. Like what? What's what's the slogan of Beyblades? Hit me. Oh God, I don't know. I I know of them. I don't know the slogan of them. Are you seriously? I seriously do not know. My kids I watch s- the shows, have the toys. I know nothing beyond the spinning discs. Let it rip, Jeff. Okay. It, I said it to you. <laughs> not like I thought you were just being you. I didn't know it was the slogan of the show. The adult beverages are poor, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a ten-year-old and an eight-year-old. Quick question for you. How many Sonic characters can your kids name? <laughs> right now, let's let's bring them down here, and they can rhyme them off for you. Yeah. It should be noted, Jeff's kids are asleep, but oh. he will shake them awake. Actually, absolutely. <laughs> to bring it up but the gaming dad victory of the week we were sent this by good friend of the show blue from and that's writer at writers review on twitter from the story mode podcast an excellent podcast friend of the show she came across something sent to us saying hey gaming dad victory of the week and absolutely why don't jeff why don't you explain what we're seeing in the video so we have a video with his um a dad reading with his son a sonic book with all the characters plastered on the back and this little kid is going through all of them, one by one, naming them exactly who they are. It's perfect gaming dad victory. I should show this to my kids and be like, remember when you can name off all these characters? Now, this is great. So perfect. Now, this should be mentioned. So this is Games With Coffee, and that's at Games With Coffee. Great account. And what what really made me think about is uh, at some point, like my kids, not nothing as advanced as Sonic because they have some really wild oh, characters yeah. in yep. their extended universe, but it was more during their Paw Patrol phase, <laughs> their ability just to rifle off characters. I don't know if you had the same with Pokemon or some other such property. Oh, yeah. We had Paw Patrol and we had lots of Pokemon. Lots of Pokemon were in my house. So, yeah, there's a lot of names that were floating around and fired off. My kid wouldn't yeah. stop talking about them. So, But then, but then you turn around and you're like, all right, well, what's uh, 2 plus 2? <laughs> Completely <laughs> uh... no way. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's this Sonic and then there's this. Yeah, that light switch well, is not on yet. Well, I can't say that about this dad. I know at my house, it was always just his ability to memorize cartoons or games or that type of thing. But then you turn around like, all right, let's spell your name. It's like, uh, <laughs> I think that might very much be a different uh, snare in this house. And I bet it is. Yeah. Especially when it's such a great dad. So, hey, Gaming Dad Victory Week for sure. Games with Coffee at Games with Coffee. And again, big shout out to Blue from Story Mode PC or podcast for calling that one out. And keeping with Twitter, we... A really kind, nice shout out from Irish Tom at Thomas K underscore H. We had shared a clip recently of our Minecraft adventures slash misadventures, <laughs> which struggles. Oh, and I had recently shared a video. I don't know if you have a similar experience where I had spent a decent amount of time creating the house that he'd asked for. Okay. Yep. Mined, mined out the side of a mountain, added a bunch of glass panes, everything else. I leave for what felt like just like 20 seconds and i come back and he's hatched a thousand monsters like the <laughs> biggest most grotesque things in the world so we'd built this indoor house yeah and he's like hey, you know what would be great here some chaos <laughs> every monster in the game just like let's throw them in there that is fun that is just a future vision of when you leave the house and you come back you're like what's with the party where'd everyone come from <laughs> Or just even a mess, basically, with kids. Like, you, you leave a room for a moment, come back, and it's just... Destroyed. It, it Kids, it is not 
physically possible for you to have taken out this many toys in the time (laughs) that you had since I left the room. No. But, I mean, I digress. Irish Tom, thanks so much for calling us out on Twitter. Um, You know, uh, lots of new listeners coming in these days, and it's been so amazing to interact with anybody. If you have a Gaming Dad victory, if you have a quick shout-out or story, we would love to hear from you. At New Dad Gaming, give us a shout-out one more time. Irish Tom, thank you so much. At Thomas K underscore H. But speaking of my kid, who is massively destructive right. in Minecraft to my mm-hmm. beautiful creations, I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> the little, little man turns six. Nice. Happy little birthday. man, I I have a three year old and a six year old now. Yes, I did it. The <laughs> you did it. Yeah, it's a milestone. It's great. Now we we counted a couple episodes ago how your uh, gift fail of yes. Mario 3D right yeah All thanks stars. for the reminder yes yes Just bring that up every episode right your 80 dollar sadness mm-hmm. the <laughs> i i thought i might have a potential one on my hands curious if you've had a same, similar situation okay four weeks away from his birthday he starts in on a very specific focus uh, king kong versus godzilla okay yep he's drawing it all the time he's watching shows about it he's talking about it a lot what do you want for your birthday? Oh, I want King Kong and versus Godzilla, like action figures. I want. Okay. What do you want for your birthday? I want King Kong versus Godzilla, like constantly. It felt so specific, and it felt so new, in a sense that this is coming up four weeks before your birthday. Yeah. This is the thing that you want. Like this is this is you are laser focused on it. Yep. So it's a big win if by the time your birthday shows up, you still want it. Or it's a massive fail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if you've forgotten about it. Yeah. You have to ride that line. Otherwise, yeah, you totally swing and a miss. Yeah. And he's like, why do I want this? <laughs> this what? is four weeks ago, Dad. I don't want what? this. Who's this monkey? I don't <laughs> <laughs> Is this Donkey Kong? Is this who you call Donkey Kong now? Oh, go to your room, son. So, <laughs> but fortunately, he adored it. It was exactly what he wants. Just like nice. flipped his lid. And it was one of those dad riding high moments where it's, like you said, you're you're just on the edge, and yeah. it's like we're far enough that you could definitely, totally have another best and be all by the time we arrive to right. your birthday. Oh, I'm glad it worked out. That's again stressful when you have that hiding in the closet, and he starts talking about something else, and you're like, no, 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 no we're still on this, right? <laughs> we still like this, don't we? Quick, quick, Amazon, return it. I don't know. The other thing we got, and I was, I want to know if you had any of these in your household, was Beyblades. Oh yes, yeah. Ye, ye old Beyblades. Like what? What? What's the slogan of Beyblades? Hit me. Oh God, I don't know. I I know of them. I don't know the slogan of them. Are you seriously? I seriously do not know. My kids I watch s- the shows, have the toys. I know nothing beyond the spinning discs. Let it rip, Jeff. Okay. It, I said it to you. <laughs> not like I thought you were just being you. I didn't know it was the slogan of the show. I'm embarrassed for you, frankly. Let God. it rip, Jeff. Come on. Do you know what the yellow Pokemon's called, Jeff? Do you know it? <laughs> <laughs> Let it rip. It just it has a lot to it, and I'm surprised my kids haven't used it at the dinner table or anything else. So thanks for that teaching moment. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, so got into Beyblades. It uh, again, it felt like a good like he's at a good age where he'd actually be able to appreciate it. I was sort of surprised how actually like, fun these things are, because it's not uh, soft or like very plastically or cheap. Like these, you pick them up, they have some decent weight to it. Yes, they do. Right, and they slam into each other, they battle, they can just fly apart. Like the actual act of putting them together, the various pieces, and then physically letting it rip, <laughs> like giving it the pull and getting the spin. 
like it's reminiscent of a few games I had as a kid. I think there's one where it was like a hockey game and you would event you'd spin a little puck. Oh yeah. Go- yeah. Until it goes fast enough, it would shoot around. So th- yeah. there's something to actual metal, actual weight, and then being able to interact and have just spontaneous chaotic combustion like happen within it. So it, I, I don't know if you guys had a positive experience with them, um, with your guys. We 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 do. It it really depends on the mood of both my boys. So <laughs> uh, initially, it'll start off great. We have quite a few of them, and again, like you said. They're really well built. Like you can't break mm. these things. They're very solid. The stages, on the other hand, is just like the ones we have are just like this plastic mold that is yeah. probably used for something else. Um, but they love them or did love them. They're out of them now. But it would always turn into a bloodbath <laughs> in like maybe five ten minutes tops because someone <laughs> would get mad that they went first or they didn't go fast enough or somebody's always winning. Blah blah blah. But they had their enjoyment out of them, so it wasn't always terrible. But it was it was a good time, and it, it's a pretty simple thing to pull out and then push back into a shelf or something. Like it's not mm-hmm. this inert, like crazy setup kind of thing. So it's pretty simple to to get down and play. Yeah, something about that physicality and the range of motion, like the spinning, the uh, gyro. I, I want to say gyroscope, but I think that's a thing, not a motion. <laughs> the gyroscopic motion yeah like just something fa- vastly uh, fascinating about them so it was really cool about it the kit we got them only had two and oh. it, it was like this triple layered arena thing which was a bit too complicated to really get the action in so, right so so, so, where, so i went back to where i came from the streets yeah as it's one <laughs> but the, so immediately just go and find on so the kids were enjoying it i wanted to kind of promote it i wanted to have a few more options kit yep. we had only came with two okay let's get a couple more so they can have a bit more fun find a one online for sale uh, some six extra bay blades a bunch of other rippers and a, an arena like a very basic simple arena like 20 yep. bucks 30 yep. bucks <laughs> so next thing next thing you know the kid wakes up in the morning super stoked about all the presents he had can't wait to pay blade blades oh my god there's all these other bay blades where these come from they multiplied yeah, no, I'm totally with you on that. We that's what how we got ours. It's just that <laughs> that black market in the alleyway. That I, I think it was a bag of Beyblades with stages, and it was just handed over, and the money exchanged. And oh yeah, my kids have tons of them now. So. You just imagine like the back alley dealer with the trench coat that just opens it up. And he's got a, <laughs> it. Just got just, every little piece of them laid out. Like, what do you want? It's like. <laughs> Do you have Black Thunder? Ooh, that'll cost you. Come back with me, kid. Come play me for it. Let it rip. <laughs> He's got his arena in the back alley. Dad, where's all my Beyblades? Listen, son, I'm not very good at Beyblades. You should have taught me, yeah. Your, dad, your dad sort of lost it all in this yeah. Black Beyblade alley. I'm very sorry. <laughs> it was just fascinating. And you know, I just had to chuckle about the secondhand purchase of them. Like you said, just a bag of... Yeah. Beyblades from a parent like who probably in your similar situation where kids got super into it a couple years pass and it's like i'm super out of it yeah so. no and i will be there if my kids let them go and I, i'll just fedex them to you because i don't want them in my house anymore so i'll be one of those parents again Perfect, just, like, yeah. just just take it just take it away i don't want to hear these spin i'm tired of standing uh, on these things yeah oh god don't ever step on them that is a new dad gaming tip don't ever these will pierce your soul like they they are not good to step on well if you do it really well you just start doing a pirouette <laughs> room, <laughs> spinning around yeah. as your kids laugh and laugh yeah. now uh this actually relates to a tweet that you had sent out that 
your solution to a situation was fantastic, and I want you to describe that, but the fact that the situation existed is heartbreaking to me because I think it's kind of emblematic of a lot of things going on right now with physical items and collector's items and just honestly things that kids love that are kind of being ruined. So if you could kind of go through it for us. Yeah, so part of that tweet was... um... Again, my kids are really into Pokemon. Again, they can name a lot of Pokemon. They could for a while, even when they're younger. And we, much like the back alley Beyblades, we got a whole bunch of Pokemon cards from somebody. And they got really into Pokemon cards, the actual physical cards. They got the guidebook to go with it so they can name them all. So now they got all these cards. And then, you know, they want certain characters or certain packs. And they see more and more Pokemon being released. So we're like, okay, now's the time to use your birthday money to go and get your own Pokemon card pack. Well, this is like a shortage of water or something. Like everybody has cleaned the shelves off online, virtually in the stores. Nobody has Pokemon cards. Nobody. Like it's, they're gone. So, and I, and I'm totally clueless as to why. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like something with a pandemic or COVID whatever. Like they're not getting the shipments in. No, nobody has it. So my solution, or part of it, was for them to draw their Pokemon cards. Awesome. So as like a, you know, here, let's like kind of misguide their attention. Because they're kind of defeated, right? Like they go to, yeah. they get their money out, they're ready to spend it. It's a big purchase for them as a kid. Oh, the fact they're that. They're not cheap. <laughs> it's like the joy of, pur- like purchasing is awesome, right? Like it, yeah. the moment you decide to make a purchase, you've saved up, it's the reward for all of your studiousness so like it's like all right I've, I've saved up like i'm ready to go this will be great i get to buy it yeah oh a bunch of scalpers or whatever else have bought these pokemon cards and yeah it's just and there's your kid like oh okay yeah like and it was just uh again defeating and oh, again we did misdirect them into drawing their own but it was <laughs> before the show when we were kind of talking about this it was it was you brought me up to speed saying oh there's a whole thing going on with pokemon cards because i like i didn't know about how they're just Mm. i don't know they're just everybody's at them so that they can resell them or whatever there's a market for them like it's purely on the busting open packs and seeing what value they get yeah so i can't uh i can't pinpoint it's not like i'm an investigative journalist that's breaking this case wide open some nonsense <laughs> like that. But what I do know is that there was a gold rush on uh, sports bait cards, right? Oh, so old yeah. basketball cards, old baseball cards, like whatever you'd want to call it, right? And not the, the man's not to blame for it, but Gary V, a very popular online entrepreneur, has a very large social following. He kept espousing it. Like, you guys are missing out. Like, you really need to get into cards like trading cards so like hey i bought this one for like 50 bucks and i just sold it for like 2000 like money 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 hustle 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 yeah um so even with some of the social conversations i was seeing you could see that uptick all of a sudden everybody's watching everybody's trying to hustle with trading cards sports cards what i what i would imagine would be is that after that space becomes super like competitive it would eventually bleed over into any other kind of carding, any other physical collector item series. Okay. And what, what might be ripe is something that has a whole big nostalgia push too. 
because these are cards like these cards were around when I think we were in high school when these things came out. Yeah, they, well, they were pretty they were pretty popular then too, right? Like it was it was around that time. Oh God, that's so long ago. Don't even don't age me here. Like, yeah. What are we talking? Twenty thirty years? We're talking thirty years ago now, aren't we? So we had memory. There were some of us who would have grown up with them, actually yeah, playing it, and there's this joy to it. And then you maybe always wanted the super shiny Charizard card. And all of a sudden, the 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 Charizard, Charizard. Wow, that's awful. Can you say it for me, please? Uh, Charizard. You want to get my kids down here? They'll say them all again. I. They'll just rhyme them off. I'm butchering it. <laughs> Pikachu. So you, you get the so you get the shiny Pikachu from yep. 1990, like from the original pack, and you can sell it on eBay for like five thousand dollars. Mm. Right. So you know you go to your old attic, you find them before, but now it becomes this. If you're able to navigate the space, you can make a bunch of money. And, and, you know, ultimately, I just think that's probably where it came about. I know. Whatever. Like, it's <laughs> it's, it's a it's a shame because I know the market is there for everybody. I get it. Uh, maybe there's, like, a kids-only section that <laughs> allows them to get first dibs. I don't know. We've seen them. Like, I remember researching them when they, they first got into Pokemon cards because I didn't want to get any fake Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch out there that are just either misprinted or um, ripoffs of other ones. And there's ways to tell. And I remember I versed myself in um, picking out the authentic ones. But mm-hmm. then I see my kids, uh, like, leave them on the ground and stuff. I'm like, okay, listen, these could be valuable. Because I remember myself, <laughs> like, like you're talking about nostalgia. I collected a lot of baseball cards and football mm-hmm. cards. And I remember keeping them mint condition and... My kids do not, and I'm like, listen, if I kept those cards, because I didn't, if I kept those cards, they might have been worth something someday. Like, I'm doing the dad talk, and it's not working. It's not going over. If I'm not mistaken, I think I read something where they had not been able to keep up with production. Like, they weren't able to print enough. Oh, really? To keep up with it. Like, they're trying, but just like production because of COVID and everything else had been shut down. So there's a bit of a uh, supply problem mixed in with everything else. So it's fine if I just print these off then, right, myself? I didn't say that oh, yeah, here, but... No, no, you didn't say yeah. that on the show. Absolutely. I'll have well, my kid draw them. There's enough Pokemon to keep them busy for a couple of days, so... Yeah. At least, or print it out or whatever else. <laughs> but it kind of points to, there's been some really large excitement for the Nintendo Switch Pro. Right? Or with the, the Super Nintendo Switch? What are we calling Super, it? Oh, the Super <laughs> Nintendo Switch, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, whatever it ends up calling the unannounced system that everybody's already going crazy about, and I honestly, what really bothers me is my first thought, and I swear, I bet a bunch of our listeners agree, is, oh, here we go again with the scalpers. Oh, absolutely, yes. Like, how sad is this? Like, that's the point. Like, I, I cannot stand to have like a show that's all about kind of being a downer, but it's. I'm very curious about where we go from here. Yeah, because. Look, there, w- there was certainly a, there would always be a crunch. Like if you wanted the old PS1, PS2, N64, it, it wasn't enough for everybody. So sure, there was a crunch on it, but that was just demand. That's because 50 people lined up in front of a Target or a Zellers or wherever you were shopping yeah. the night before and they bought them, right? Like, so yeah. it was just like people buying it to use it. Wonderful. Now with the, that, this latest console release was the most depressing thing because every single console was just for scalpers to make money. Yeah. Every single one. This was not kids getting consoles or even like adults who want to play games, gaming dads. 
getting right. consoles to play. It was just people trying to make a buck, like on the Pokemon cards. And like, how are you feeling now that there's a Switch Pro theor- theoretically coming out? Well, uh, I think it'll be unattainable for a lot of people. And I think maybe even just one way to semi-fix it is just don't launch around the holidays or any other major... Because it's usually November launch or around there, right? And people mm-hmm. just get jacked up for Christmas because their kid wants it. And then that's where the scalpers can turn a profit easily because there's so much demand for it. Not to say that, you know, every PS5 is non-existent today, like throughout the year. But uh, again, it's that defeating kind of like the Pokemon situation, right? Where you, you have the money in hand, you've saved it up. Maybe my kids, you know, has shoveled driveways and mowed grass and he really wants this thing. And it, you know, as soon as the site goes up, it breaks because um, it's not even the, the the demand for it. It's just all the scalper bots that are out there buying up inventory for, you know, the reason to flip it around. And that's not cool. That, that's not fun. And that's very much not Nintendo to me. <laughs> mm. Like, it just seems like everything is going to be this craze to go in and get the new thing along with everybody that just wants to make a quick buck and it's just going to get worse over time uh as things go online more do you think there's been enough lessons learned from the disastrous launch of the xbox and the ps5 that in future we might be guaranteed that people who actually want to play the systems can play the systems i don't i don't know if anybody really cares like does sony and microsoft care like they they sold them Mm. best buy sold them they don't really I mean, maybe brand awareness where people are like, well, I can't even play your system. So then maybe they're tired of hearing of that. But I I hope that they're looking at some way to solve it. Or at least maybe it's just (laughs) accumulating stock in such a way that it's you can't buy it all at once. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. And I don't know if they really care uh, at the end of the day, which, you know, you know, they're not your friend or anything. They want to sell every system that they, they pump out. But I don't know. I just wonder, though, like with a problem to their brand, like if this keeps happening every single time, like already we're discussing how how much it sucks, like how, how disappointing it's going to be. So they're going to come out every every generation, next generation of the console, they'll come out if they don't get a handle on this and they'll say, hey, everybody get really excited for our console, to which I think at some point the market will respond. Why? Like there's just that's all going to go to scalpers. Like if I want it, I have to pay four times the price for the first year. Like, I don't care about your new console. Yeah. There'll, there'll be some people that do, and, like, the scalpers will make a bit of money, but you have to assume at some point there's going to be this damage to the release cycle of consoles. It's like, hey, we're coming out with a new one. It's like, not that I can buy for two years, so what the heck do I care? Yeah, especially when, because I'm thinking of my kids where all their friends have PS4s now, and we were very lucky to, to get a PS5. But my my son can't see his, he can't play with his friends in the same way anymore, which is kind of divisive as well. So if you're if you're putting out this console to say, you know, everybody gets to play together, and I think that's literally the slogan of PlayStation if we're talking about them, um, like for the players, you're already separating them out, right? Like mm. now my kid can't play with his friends in the same way because mm. the PS5 is not available. And I'm not saying like everybody needs to afford to get it. Like I understand it's, you know, an expensive piece of machinery but it's not even available it's not even there so yeah maybe brand will be a big thing and people will just not care Mm. and then that doesn't give scalpers a reason to go out but man i don't know (laughs) it just seems like it'll get worse yeah i'd I'd like to think that they would want to protect their brand like try to think about their end gamers that actually have to end up buying this thing and 
the even as much as they made their money, they they sold their consoles. Neat, wonderful. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine anybody at PlayStation or or Sony for that matter and Microsoft are sitting back thinking that was wonderful. We should do it this way every single time. You think about the media coverage, all the articles on every single outlet talking about how awful scalpers are. Like nobody can find it for their kids. Christmas is ruined. Scalpers demanding like two thousand dollars for consoles. Yeah. Like it, you would like to think there's a bit of impetus just to do the right thing and then also brand management i'm trying to remember the switch launch i don't feel and feel free to correct me it doesn't feel like scalping was there was definitely a shortage because i tried a few occasions to get one unsuccessfully um, but i don't remember being a big scalper market was i just blind to it at the time i don't think i don't remember one either i do remember the wii was sold out forever because everyone <laughs> and their grandmother wanted like, one the most so, popular system ever. Yeah, but I don't think there was such a... Like, I think the Switch, you could wait a couple months and get one, no problem. I remember getting them at, at like, a Shopper's Drug Mart, which is just a drugstore. And the only time Nintendo has made it near on, nigh on impossible is when they release those nostalgia mini consoles. And they oh only produce so many. Kind of like my Mario, Mario 3D <laughs> All-Stars situation, right? <laughs> those ones, that is the worst. Yeah, that that was a scalper's. That was definitely a scalper situation. But it also yeah. felt like it died off. Where all of a sudden, like nobody wanted that so badly. Well, that... I did, but I don't play with it. So <laughs> I really wanted it, but no, I didn't. Okay, that's not like a console. Now let's, let's spend a quick moment. I had a fantastic idea on Twitter. If I do say so myself. Okay. We're a part of a um, Twitter chain from at Lamer Gamer. I believe I got that one right. It's just asking about what surprise E3 announcement do you want to make? Just okay. top craziest, wildest thing you ever thought. So I thought, speaking of mini, speaking of classic, right? right. Get this. Game Boy SP Classic. Can you so, imagine? So what this thing is, <laughs> think, think, for a mo- think for a moment of the perfect portable console that the Game Boy SP was. Yep. Tiny little square, folds in half gorgeous you don't have to update a darn thing heck if you have a warehouse with old ones of them just use those yeah a except spit on, polish a little shine except it, what's on it is it's a hundred games you get a hundred of the best 50 whatever the number is how many were on the nes classic i think 30 okay call it 30 then call it 50 30 whatever and just in your pocket right on the little system there is 30 to 50 of the best game boy games in the, in, the, in the best form factor there's ever been for a gaming system. Uh, you heard it here first. I think we'll just start that rumor and just make it true because I think the way you know Twitter works, it'll just we'll just run with this. It's we seem to, to come as I, as we mentioned in the Twitter comment itself, we seem to come up with a great Nintendo pitch. <laughs> They're <laughs> listening, the right? Yeah. Well, you got to put it out in the universe, and eventually it'll come back around. So that's, that's right. so everybody keep an eye for that. I think what was it last week? New Power Glove. Yes, it was, and I'm waiting for that again. E3 announcement coming up, right? Long Anytime now. Pro. It's in the universe, folks. We got this one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, trying to salvage a bit of a downer episode because of the current situation I was in with some really great, fantastical future prognation. But with that, we will wrap up the show. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. If you want to get a hold of us, you can find us at our website, newdadgaming.com. You can submit a story. You can contact us. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to subscribe to the content, uh, to the podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, any of the major podcasting services. Subscribing 
rating and leaving a comment really helps out the podcast. We would really appreciate that from you. Um, and as, especially again, like uh, we've had a bunch of new listeners come on. Uh, we cannot thank everybody enough. It's been so humbling to have a new community kind of sprout out of new gaming dads. If you could spread the word, that would be awesome. And also just reach out to us on Twitter. We'd love to hear some gaming dad stories, uh, what you guys are going through, your ideas on the perfect next console. If you have a solution to the console crisis, frankly, let's hear about it. Yeah. I think the, I think gaming dads would have it. Or, <laughs> tell you what, Beyblade strategies. That's right. I want to, I want to hear some Beyblade strategies. <laughs> Make sure I stay on top of my kids there. Perfect. Never let them beat me. That's so, right. <laughs> everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. And until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 10-year-old and 8-year-old. And just remember, just because you came a dad doesn't mean it's game over. Right.